Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, and welcome back to another episode of Random Side Note. I'm your boy Dre here with the rest of the infamous Rando gang. I got my girl D, my girl Nikki, my girl AB, and my homie Akeem here. And we are ready to bring y'all some entertainment. How have y'all been this week, Rando gang? It has been a great week. Um, it went by kind of quick. All three of my work days were... Uh, Pretty decent, and um, I'm ready for Monday. Yeah, the week the weekend went by too quick for me. Mm. What about I, you, Akeem? I pulled the Nikki. Um, I was off all week. Wish, Wait a minute. Wish. What what you're not going to do is the reason why I be <laughs> off all week is because I be on vacation from school. I don't just randomly take weeks. Okay, off. I'm on vacation for work. Okay, point out a difference. You know what I'm well, saying? I, I pulled a Nikki. I was off all week this week. You know, it felt good. I feel like I might have to do it again soon. Real soon. It's a great feeling, sugar. What? It's a great feeling. I bet you it is. It's a great feeling. I'm going to be off next Monday, so I'm good. Uh, D, what you been up to, homie? Nothing oh. much. Just busy with work. Um, that's about it. I'm starving. <laughs> I was on <laughs> cleanse. <laughs> I'm hungry, so I'm 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 in a mood, but I'm okay. Everything's been good. You in a hungry mood or a, a other kind of mood? Oh, I'm I'm hungry. Oh, okay. <laughs> we go business. We knew she meant food. She said she was on a detox. Well, well, when so, I say I'm in a mood, I mean so. <laughs> so totally uh, different. She was, she was, talking, she was talking about food. She literally said she was hungry. She was on a detox. Hungry. Decent to snap the fuck off. You, know, you ain't nothing but a nymph. You know that? I'm a what? A nymph. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I'm not. I mean, uh, I, I'm, explain what, what that is. <laughs> a sex addict. A Greek, the Greek word for a sex addict. Uh, whatever. I'm not a sex addict. <laughs> that may be you. <laughs> word on the street. <laughs> I run the streets. Ain't my words. I don't know. Oh, we, we know you oh. run the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so my word ain't no no. But they, uh, they said they got some information all out there. They said you run the streets. Nikki, what you been up to this week? <laughs> I've been chilling. I've been at work. <laughs> that a Reese's Easter egg. She always eating chocolate. Like, yeah, man. Listen, they got the Reese's milk chocolate eggs for Easter. <laughs> oh my goodness, they're great. How many of eggs? You know, uh, I think I'm on number six. But nevertheless, <laughs> it's pretty great. Reese's, I love you, baby. <laughs> but I mean, you know, uh, uh, they, they contribute to the household. Um, no free promo. Mm-mm. Oh, you know what I'm I saying? No but you never know. They might pick us up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you but know, I've been good though. Nick, 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 N
Let her, right. let her do a commercial for y'all. Because <laughs> right. Nikki got a real fan club out here in these streets. <laughs> yeah. Now that's I what you're talking about. I just be chilling. Yeah. But... You be chilling. Uh, my, week, my week was pretty good. I had a better week than I did last week. And, you know, well, we get off first. I know, yeah, nobody, no, nobody never asked me, so I'm going right. to answer. Oh, okay. How was your week? My week was good, <laughs> and like I said, <laughs> it was better than last week. We did our first live last week uh, for Off the Record, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and and we thank everybody that showed up to listen to us. That was pretty decent and, and pretty pretty awesome. Um, you know. I was told that I need some sensitivity training um, after some things that I said to Nikki. I'm on day three of sensitivity sensitivity training, and I failed miserably. Yeah, he failed. He failed on the first day. <laughs> it was expected. This dude, this dude said I had no walls, so yeah. Sensitivity <laughs> look, Nikki. Nikki, I, I was scarred. I, I said what I said. <laughs> So you, how you, so you, so you, you know you, I ain't got no walls. You ain't never did me. <laughs> Look, I, I agree. She's We've never had that. I take my Kegel but, exercises. <laughs> I was about to say, but we learned in, in Clubhouse on Friday that men and women can do Kegel exercises, and I've been practicing. So, <laughs> AB, what's the AB, right? baby, what you got? I mean, Akeem, what you got in? Uh, <laughs> So I'm, I'm, look, 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 I'm, 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 I'm the only one gonna transition this again. <laughs> That's my cue. No. Moving right along. Moving right along. I, no. I'm coming but for to real know. though. But for real though, though, I didn't know that men can do kegel exercise. Y'all said that do it, sit in your chair, and make it jump. So you know that's like really, really unique. By okay. the way, and you call, and I'm the nymph of the group. That has nothing to do with me liking sex. Y'all said it makes you want to see him talk about making it jump in a chair. I wish y'all could he see probably, him working while he's saying he probably it. jumping right you, now. You, I have to say that you could have just said, Do you keep the exercise and keep it going? I, I am jumping right now because I, I've been actively practicing. I want you guys to stick news of the week, okay? Because so, everybody trying to move us, or I'll move us right along. We're moving right along. Look, he don't want us to move along. He want to do transitions. Quickly but and expeditiously. Um, moving into news this week. News was kind of sad this week. Um, uh, first thing I'm gonna hit you with uh, is Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia signing this racist, uh, I think, unconstitutional voting bill. Uh, with several parts that are restricting uh, absentee ballot, um, how you show proof of identity for that. They're also uh, <clears throat> restricting the number of days for early voting. Um, I think I saw something along the lines where they can't serve you like snacks or water while you're in the line, which I think is crazy. Um, I don't know if a lot of you had to go vote and it takes over like 30 minutes to vote, but it gets pretty arduous. So the last time I've waited in line, I think three hours to vote. Um, it gets pretty bad here in Georgia to vote. Um, so hopefully we can get some things changed around with that. Yeah, hopefully they do something on the national level so that they can combat this bill. But I mean, it, it, it's 
while it does ex- it does extend the amount of time the the that you have to vote the the rules that they came up with are just ridiculous ridiculous now the food thing just bring your own food and water get your little backpack like dora put your food in your water your backpack and just go stand in line (laughs) (laughs) i don't think people do that because i don't think you're supposed to bring like out you can't you're not supposed to bring like outside items in but well, if you're standing in a line, you're still outside. So eat your food and, your, and drink your water while you're standing in line and throw it in the trash can. Are you right? Fair. Yeah. What you All got right. next? Next, um, piggybacking off of there, and very, very sad news on the 22nd, which was what day this week? Monday. Uh, very unfortunate. Another mass shooting uh, in Boulder, Colorado. Um. Again, this is speaking to uh, gun violence and we need gun reform because this is another person who had an assault rifle who, quote unquote, allegedly has uh, mental health issues. Not not confirming or denying if they have them, but they were able to go and purchase an assault rifle and gun down. I think I saw 10 people dead. So another mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado. And I also saw something very interesting that Boulder, Colorado specifically tried to pass their own gun reforms, but were turned down federally. Um, they said that their gun reforms were unconstitutional in the past. Yeah, I'm so Tim uh, murders and... Uh, go ahead, Nikki. Go ahead, Trey. Uh, I'll just say, I'm getting sick of every time one of these mass shooters that's of the opposite race, everything is always they have um, crazy issues. Well, All y'all motherfuckers ain't crazy. <laughs> All y'all ain't crazy. <laughs> I don't know. So, his name, his name this, doesn't give me. Uh, um, now he's like Middle Eastern. Yeah, I would. Okay, Eastern. well, let me put it like this: If you outside of the black race, all y'all ain't crazy. You right? They, they, you right uh, about that? I, I'm but, just y'all. They ain't, uh, they ain't taking, they, they not, uh, they're not trying to say the niggas. They trying to shoot you and ask questions later and can't get no, um, can't get no answers. Can't get no reason why. But my thing is all of these people are saying that this dude had these issues before, but nobody reported these issues or nobody had him like taken in for an evaluation or, or if he's saying these things to people around him, like, why do you wait until it happened and say, Oh yeah, he told me that he, he thought about this. Like, why, why are we waiting? But another thing is 10 people killed. And this happened over 58 minutes. 58 minutes of terror in a grocery store. You can't even go to a freaking grocery store and be safe. Well, I mean, that's the, that's just like the people who uh, record crazy things and they see it happening instead of calling for help. So when you ask, oh, all these people knew he had these issues and nobody ever said it. I bet if he did something crazy on social media, those same people watched him do those crazy things knowing and never reported it. So, I mean, that's just the era we grow up in now is it like we'll know about it and we'll observe it, we'll watch it. And then after something tragic happens, oh, we knew all along. I'm not surprised. Prize. We always knew in middle school he was this and this and that. True, true. Well, last no, one week, wants, no, no one wants to speak up in the moment because it's that fine line between minding your business and actually stepping up and helping people. And so they are like, well, that's none of my business, but they want to be in everyone else's business when it's not really their business. So I think people just have to say, okay, I'm concerned. 
and you know sometimes it's a concern and they don't want people to get in trouble but sometimes you just gotta snitch you gotta be a snitch i don't, I don't get what none of, no one says sometimes you gotta snitch like for real said don't be doing nothing illegal in front of me because i will call the people on you because I will call the people on all every last one of y'all, and y'all know I'm a snitch. Because I shall be like, Look, <laughs> Nikki says she finna go beat up. Somebody. Oh, I and then had a nerd to talk about y'all know I'm scary, I don't want to go to jail. Oh, because I ain't going to jail with you. Because they was like, You knew she was going, I'm not going with you. Like, look, well, I know like who not me. to tell and who don't. Tell I'm about to say, I know who ain't to tell. Man, if y'all doing a little drug deal, dude, I'm just playing. Right now, I hope you would just pop me off the ledge before I even get that far. Hold on, wait. Talk about So, we, you good with us doing a drug deal, but if we finna go beat somebody up, you gonna tell? Well, you ain't killing nobody. Hey, B, I ain't gonna move when I drink. What drug it is. What? Yes, you are. You know what? You, you right. I'm about to go drug somebody. Past tense. I drug them down the street. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say you put Bill Cosby somebody. I was like, look, now that's I like that nice. kitty. I like that. <laughs> no. I drugged them down the street. Past tense. You said I can go do drugs. I drugged them down the street. Drugged well, that well, ass. Drugged that ass. Well, what um what Miss Bush say? Uh say no to drugs. <laughs> well, Miss Reagan, Ms. Reagan <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> so, you won't get drugged, okay? Uh, oh, whatever. Okay. Anything else that's sticking news? Um, I was gonna follow up with uh, two days later. It looks like someone tried to actually copy. I don't know if they're gonna use the word copy, but um, here in Atlanta, they had a guy go into Publix in Atlantic Station with six guns, uh, and I think he had like a ball. He had a, he had on like one of them vests, two pistols, and then assault rifles. Popped up in the Publix. But check this, he was a black man. He was a black man. <laughs> I was shocked when I saw he was black. I was, I was like, wait a minute, that's not what we do. He but had he, mental health issues. Okay, look, we got to stop saying that after each person. Well, black people don't get that pass, so I'm calling it right now. <laughs> man, he, I'm telling you, call it, call it sis. He had mental <laughs> health issues. <laughs> you right. He was bipolar. He did so look good. I ain't gonna lie. Out of, it was a rough day. Out of all of the serial killer, I'm not serial killer, but like the ones that I've seen at work. Now he did look like he was in the middle of a psychotic. Like of course, of he course. had a bad day. He was having yes, it was a rough day. Cause this the thing. Ain't no black person finna walk up in the building and kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't finna happen. Okay, so he got a mental issue. Hey, B, what's going on in social media? Wait, wait, wait. I have one more though. Uh, so, um, on Queen Sugar, it was some. They were talking about this in the most recent episode, and she Nova made a really valid point in that she said, you know, when black people watch other black, like when black people watch other black people commit crimes, they're always hoping it's not a black person. You watch the news, you hear the description, you say, "Dang, I hope they're not black." You feel a sense of, I think she talked about a sense of shame when it is someone who's black and like you have to carry the burden for your entire race. But white people don't do that. They are very detached. As she said, like white people were detached from Trump being in the White House. White people were detached from the people rioting in D.C. They are detached from anything that happens. And so I thought that was like a, a really good point. I mean, and, and if we go back to Atlanta, and he was white, and his own family turned him in. I don't know how many um, 
black mamas would have called and said, "Hey, this is my son driving down the street in a car shooting people." I don't. I, I just I, my I don't, mama would have snitched on me. I was gonna mama, say half of mama, them mama, would. My mama, mama would have. And I get fired from my job, it's gonna be me and you. And you better tell me your last name something different and blur the screen out. We are but but to D's point and to Nova's point, like even when the ocean front shootings in uh, uh, Virginia Beach over the weekend, and when I heard the news, I was like, please don't say these are black people. And guess what? They were the suspects were black. Um, so what? it is kind of like a, a sense of shame. Well, that, wait, this the thing. It's just like, you know, like when you hear stuff, you be like, man, this sound like white people shit. This don't sound like no black person. <laughs> like, ain't no black person gonna do that. So, yes, I get it. And then when you find out that it's a black person, you be like, damn, he must got white friends. A lot of them. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. We'll continue this We'll continue this conversation and off the record. A.B., what you got in social media? Like, because okay, Nikki is right off the call. chain. <laughs> so, Nikki there has been the a lot people. of Nikki love the white people. Go ahead, A.B. <laughs> <laughs> moving right along. Nikki, you ready? There's a lot of controversy around Lil Nas X lately. Um, so Lil Nas released a video for his new song Montero, and this video shows him falling down a stripper pole like a stripper. Um, and then he falls onto Satan to give Satan a lap dance. So he from that, for Satan. <laughs> hey, from that he was inspired to uh create the satan shoes which contain a drop of human blood and red ink on them they also have loop 1018 on the side of them and they cost 666 dollars i mean not 666 dollars he released 666 pairs and they will cost a thousand and eighteen dollars i don't know if it's one a drop of any of y'all's blood but there's a drop of somebody's blood in each pair First of all, who the hell for the just drop their blood into somebody paid? <laughs> um, or whatever. You you name the right price, I'm gonna be right there. Shit. Uh oh. All money ain't good uh, money. <laughs> that part. That can part. We, can, but, but can we discuss the video though? The video. I love the imagery, and I like what he did until it got. Now, religiously, I don't agree with a lot of the imagery, but I get what he what he was trying to say. Well, it was satirical, like a, a lot of right. the, a lot of the think pieces I saw. You know, uh, you have a lot of like people telling me, "Are oh, you gonna go to hell for being gay? You going to hell for being gay? You going to hell for being gay?" A nigga right. went to hell for being gay, and now all of us said, "You shouldn't be doing it." <sighs> Listen, people, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Mind your own business. He do it just so you can get free publicity anyway. Yeah, okay, yeah. Friends, I mean, it's a hit. Yeah, and I think it is like you said, the satirical piece of you know people are gonna be angry because of this agenda, and you go. They've been telling him all his life, "You gay, you going to hell." So let let me show you what you really say about me for accepting who I am. If and he's saying, if I really accept who I am, and this is where I'm gonna be, then let me show you what that looks like. This is what this looks like, me accepting who I am. I'm going to okay. hell. So, hell no. So, 
first of all, <laughs> first of all, um, I want to know if it was done at Tyler Perry Studio because he had a badass lace front. That bitch was terrible. Them little Cindy Lou curls in the front. That shit was like, uh uh-uh. uh. Who did that? Did your hair? Lanaz. Which one? Uh-uh. Which one? It was three of them. When he was walking with the devil oh, and he had them little, them little pink curls in the front, in the front of his head. I was like, get the fuck out of here. But anyway, so on to number two. I think that a lot of people are having a lot of problems with the video because it's coming on the brink the brink of Easter resurrection when Jesus rose. So that's when Yeah. So that's when that's why a lot of I don't I think the Christians and the other people would have a problem with it, but it wouldn't be so severe if it didn't come out the weekend that it came out. Because it came out Passover weekend. This is Passover weekend. Next week, Jesus rose. You know what I'm saying? So that's why a whole lot of people are having a problem with it. I mean, hell, you can't condemn nobody. At the end of the day, if you gay, you gay. Go for what you know. Jesus is the only one that's going to tell you if you're going to heaven or hell. If you allow somebody to tell you what, where you're going, that's on you, honey. But one thing I ain't finna do, I ain't finna wear no damn shoes that got blood in my shoe. I mean, but now, they were selling I'm, shoes with holy water in them too. So it sure you know was. I don't. I don't know where that water came from. So hell no, nah, it might have <laughs> came from the Zephyr Springs. I'm not finna with the holy water shoes. They got Jesus some trash ass water too. <laughs> exactly. Je- listen, Jesus didn't say that he came and he died for me to wear water in my shoe. That's not what Jesus said. So no, I'm not wearing no water shoes and I'm not wearing no blood shoes. But at the end of the day, like I said. People are mad because of when it came out. But I, but I think it could have. I mean, I don't know if he timed it like this, but I think it could have been a, a big coincidence. And I think what I think he's making a, a larger statement here. And um, you think about all the historically gay men in entertainment. You got Ricky Martin, Lance Bass, and all these people. They come out, but they still sing about women. But and they still like dance on women and do all of this stuff and in and, and their videos. And now you got uh, uh, R&B, uh, a a rap fair, artist. No, to be fair, Ricky has not danced with a woman, but his career also has not really done anything since he said he was gay. And Lance also instinct has broken up, and Lance doesn't really dance with women either. So, I mean, yeah. There but he no, was, but he was, but he was, but what I'm saying, he was gay, and he he wasn't living up to who he truly was by doing all of this, and so now to have an, a rap artist come out and say, hey, you can still make a statement and be who you are, and still be famous, and still adhere to what you believe in. So, so I think that um, so Ricky Martin and Lance weren't openly gay in their prime. And I think that times have shifted a little. Like Lil Nas didn't face the scrutiny that Lance and Ricky Martin would have faced 15 years ago. It's it's just a fact. And I think that people have paved the way for him to be able to be vocal. Yes, he's going to have to deal with people who don't agree. That's life. Everybody has to deal with someone who doesn't agree with who they are or what they do or or, or anything about them. I also think in, in terms of the video, I treat videos as art. I think that you can have a vocal expression through music. I think uh, a visual concept adds to that. I 
it, it didn't phase me or bother me in any way. Um, I do agree with Nikki. The wigs were trash. But listen, everybody don't have a Beyonce budget. So we are going to say that this was, this was, it was cool for what it was. If you slid down the pole, David, you can you can afford a, a decent lace front. I mean, <laughs> but but he but he was keeping true to his sexuality. Maybe they and Lance and them didn't dance on women and stuff, but they still sung about women. You think about NSYNC and all their songs; it's about women. It but, is. But you are comparing people in different parts of their career, like. Let, to be honest, we did, we don't know what Lance was going through when he was in sync, whether he was, you know, what he identified as at that time. But you're talking about somebody in their prime living in their truth versus people well past their prime expressing that. You're like, Ricky Martin was not living to be the loca. But, but uh, what's the difference? Why can't he now? Why, why does he have to wait till he's in his prime to live his truth? Society, why is that? Society has moved past the point you're trying to make. Yeah. With, like, with, like we were saying, like, in that, in those times when it was, really if hard. society has moved past that point, we wouldn't be having this conversation. No, no, society has moved past the point you're we making. Wouldn't be have, we, we no, wouldn't I'm be having this conversation. Why we're having it? Why? Why this is going on? Society's moved past the point you're making because now you have someone who's actually doing it on television, and people are defending him. If this had happened during Ricky Martin's time, Ricky Martin then would have lost their entire mm-hmm. fan base. Lil Nas X is still a, a well, uh, world-performing artist that's still making like millions and selling those albums. The conversation would not have happened back when Ricky Martin and Lance, and Lance were never The done. conversation did happen when they came out, though. The conversation did happen. After their prime. But the conversation still happened. The, the fact of the matter is we still have to have the conversation. We shouldn't have to have the conversation anymore. This shouldn't be a conversation that we sh- we're discussing on a podcast about him expressing his sexuality. I don't care if he was prime. I don't care if he knew. I don't care if it was 1982 or 2055. We shouldn't have the conversation of someone expressing who they are. And I think I, I like what he tweeted, though. He says, I don't care if I don't. I'm not bothered about the idea of going to hell if that means I'm accepting who I am and my sexuality. It's a- he's able He's able to do that. And I think this is what Akeem is saying. He's able to do that because he's standing on the shoulders of people who went through worse. And I think the, the, the point is that people, you we're going to continue to have this conversation because everyone has a right to their opinion and everyone has a right to their own personal beliefs. And we have to be okay with people saying things that we don't like. As right. long as it's not in, as long as it's not doing us harm physically, or mentally. Now, I understand that the internet has shifted that that narrative mm-hmm. well, right? That connection, that instant response to everything. But people are free to say what they want. Now, if they are racist or, or homophobic or xenophobic, like, then that's a problem. But I think if people, some people don't agree with being gay. And that's their opinion. And you are not going to change those people's mind and you will drive yourself crazy trying to. So I think that I, I think we can continue to have the conversation. But I do think that Lil Nas has not had to go through the things that people have had to go through to fight for the ability to marry who they want, to fight for the ability to have rights. Oh, he he's not but, fighting but, but. for He's fighting for his. He's fighting for his creativity, which I think is important, but I think it's slightly different. 
But have you seen his Twitter feed? He is fighting. He's fighting the same battles that they fought. He is fighting these battles. It's not as public as as their battles may have been. But if you look at this man's Twitter feed for expressing who he is, he is still fighting this battle. I I, I don't I don't he I don't think it's right. What battle is he fighting? No, he's okay. fighting the battle to his opinion. To be able to no, say he, and do what he wants he's fighting. because people are saying something about I'm seriously trying to understand. I think if he's, you look at he's, you, you look at his Twitter feed, and I'm going to it right now. You look at his Twitter feed, he is fighting the, the same battle that Ricky Martin, that Lance Bass, that all of them have fought at Elton John. You go all so, the way back. He is still fighting this battle. But I, I don't think he's fighting the same, same battle. battle. I, I think, think he's he fighting different examples battle. of people who are fighting the battle that he's fighting. Um I'm trying to think, like, to me, you would have to have somebody uh, like Khalid, I'm not saying that he is, first of all, I'm not saying that, but somebody like Khalid, another artist who is currently in their prime, say, I'm gay, and then go through an expression. Why does uh, it have to be he's in his okay. prime? Because, because the difference, what the point I'm trying to make is the difference back then with somebody that, are, that is doing this, their career would have ended. He's Correct. at a point where he can express who he is, and there are people that he can that support him that his career would not end. Like Frank Ocean. Yes, yeah. Frank. Frank. Frank was a turning point for, for but, that. But we all we all get that music has evolved and, and the way that we see celebrities have evolved, but that does not change the fundamental struggle of what that they, what they're going oh, through. Yeah, it does. Because oh, right. if, it, if, if, if if I could real quick, uh if you look at like Frank, how she said Frank. When Frank came out and said that he was bi, gay, no one cared. It really wasn't until Frank was dating the little French boy that people really they cared. They cared. They cared. And them niggas were still listening to uh, Nova Kane and bumping it in their car and singing. And them, and them niggas still listening in sync. So what I think that, so let me change, like give you another example. So just like, you know, all of our ancestors fought for, for our rights, for freedom, for us to be treated just like our counterparts. And we're still fighting those same battles now. We are not fighting them the way that they had to fight. We're still but fighting we the same battle, but we're not fighting it the way they had to fight. Yeah, so we can compare that to now. Even you know, with Frank Ocean and with Lil Nas, they are fighting the same battle as Ricky Martin and Lance and Elton John. I mean, they are fighting a battle, but they are not fighting the same battle. So granted, he, he's, a, he's a younger black boy, so he still had to face his family. He still has to face the stereotypes in school. He still has to face all those same battles, but he is more accepted. The younger, the, the younger kids right now are more accepting. They will say like, screw you, don't mess with him. Who cares if he's gay and going about their life nowadays? When we were in school, it wasn't like that. Well, I think we well, we can agree to disagree here, but I think you, they are fighting the same battles, but the means in which they have to fight have changed and have, and have evolved. So you have Twitter with the younger kids that can that can stand up for you and that it's immediate satisfaction or immediate standing up. But I, I don't think the battle is different. But I mean, we can all dis we can agree to disagree because we got to move on. We have a guest. <laughs> OK, wait, I'm going to say something. Go ahead. Um, my. Nah, at the end of the day, if you gay, you gay. That's your business. You ain't got to defend that shit with nobody. Hey, it's whatever, whatever. What mentally disturbed me about the whole video, the imagery, <laughs> everything, I, I'm 
mean, hey, I can't take it away from him. Like that shit was fire. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was dope. But I was like, end, I see you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But at the end, when he broke the devil's neck and took his crown, I think we're missing the bigger picture of that. Like, bitch, you sold yourself to the devil. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't crown yourself as the devil. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, now I took that as you selling yourself as as to the devil or whatever. You don't sold your soul to try to make millions of money. Man, fuck that. You don't have to sell your soul to be accepted. Like, I mean, I, damn. Nah, I, I took that as I triumphed over what you said that was going to be the downfall. Yeah, so nah. I, I, you, I took that you as. broke the devil's neck and you took his fucking crown. That's what you did. You done grinded on this man or whatever. The guy behind his back cracked that bitch neck and took his crown. So you sold yourself to the devil. Like, come on, man. Nah, you didn't have to do all that. He he also, let's think about it this way. The record executives allowed him to film that video, pushed it, and are promoting it. That's the difference. And and, and I also like the letter that he wrote to his 14-year-old self. He says, I know we never... Uh, we promise to never be that type of gay person. I never, I know we never promised to come out publicly. So I think he, it, there was a lot of thought that he went into this. And I think, I don't, I don't think he was worshiping the devil. I think he, it was showing that where you said I was going to go and what was going to take me down, I can triumph over that. Like you said, I was going to hell. I'm going to triumph over, over this. And, and, and I'm, I'm going to be successful, successful anyway. We'll continue this in off the record. AB, what you got in, um, what else you got? <laughs> so on a higher note, shout out to Hersey Miller, um, also known as Masterpiece Son, who decided that he was going to attend an HBCU. And you guys know HBCUs are dear to my heart because I'm a product of the Great Bethune Cookman University. But however, um, he chose to attend Tennessee State, and he is a uh, athletic, very athletic young man. He is a basketball player, but he chose Tennessee State over LSU, UCLA, Vanderbilt, and the list goes on. But he wanted to show that top players can attend HBCUs and still do their thing, still put their name out there, and and still you know make it to the leagues just like everybody else. And you don't need a big name behind you. Go Hersey. Woo. Go Hersey. Oh, his real name Hersey. <laughs> yeah, That's his Percy. real name. His dad's Percy. His dad's Percy. His dad is Percy. Mm-hmm. Percy and Hersey. Well, I thought he was Hershey. But, uh, <laughs> Not Hershey. Not Hershey. I thought y'all misspelled the dude's name. My bad. Oh. Nobody got anything to say about Hersey? Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, I, <laughs> I got. Oh I, I, I mean, if I, here, here's what I got to say. About that. This is a little different from basketball and football, uh, because in the NCAA, he can go anywhere at this point now, play, play for a year, and as long as he plays well, he can still go to the league if he do hot or if he can get Tennessee State. Uh, you know, it'll be better. One, I think we get a lot more football people to do this, which I think. Mm-hmm. Jack mm-hmm. doing a good job at. The challenges with football is that you have a a, a difficult time um, shining from an HBCU. There have been a lot of uh, well-known players who have done it, but usually they either transferred or their team like were 
was really successful and so people had their eye um but i think now with social media with everything else people can now um market themselves yeah and his daddy is percy miller so i think he'll be all right exactly his daddy can make a few phone calls and make a few people show up all he gotta do is call snoop 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 got his uh, snoop did it um um even though his son, I don't, his son doesn't play anymore, though. He doesn't. I don't think Snoop's son plays anymore. But it's pretty dope. They're on a platform and they can get to a lot of people, just like Dwayne Wade, just like uh, Shaq's son. Who else? Yeah. I play? LeBron, Bronny. Yep. So they can make it happen. All right, all right, y'all. Anything else in social media land? A B. That is it for social media land today. All right. So we're going to move on into our topic for today. We have a guest with us uh, for the first time for an interview. We're going to be talking about open relationships. And what better way to do this is to invite someone who has some experience <laughs> with the topic. So we have today uh, one of our very faithful listeners, faithful clubhouse um, listeners and participants, Mario. And Mario is going to be here Um we're going to kind of grill Mario, but we're going to have a conversation with him, too. Uh, so he he said we can do what we want to do. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. So how are you doing today, Mario? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited to share my experience and um, also answer some of these questions. Um, Dre, if you don't mind, may I just make a disclaimer about open relationships? Uh, I'm speaking from a vantage point of my experience. It may not be something that you've experienced or may be open to. So have an open mind to it. And I'm excited to uh, share what happened. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Oh, and then he said motherfucker. Motherfucker. My motherfucking experience. Don't be comparing my experience with yours. Don't be hopping in my DMs talking about this ain't true. Baby, he told you from the beginning. It's good. Exactly. Thank you. We love we love this. We love disclaimers because we probably gonna get some flack for bringing somebody on here talking about open relationships because that ain't of God. Okay, <laughs> that's what they gonna say. Ah. Listen, <laughs> not of God. Half of the stuff they that's do ain't of God. So keep going. <laughs> But but we we love it, Mario. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Uh, thank you for uh, for being for for uh, you know because that's I mean it, it takes a lot because you never know what people are going to say. So thank you for that. So I'll kick it off because I I, I just want to know how does one? I'm not surprised. Mm-mm. 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 No. <laughs> Oh, are we getting into Damn. it today? Strike one. <laughs> How does one, um, what is the thought process of beginning an open relationship? Like, how does one think about begin- engaging in one of those? Hold um, on, wait, 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 Mario. Can we first define what an open relationship is? Because my definition of it may not be your definition. Yeah. Well, we're going to speak from Mario's perspective. So, Mario, tell us your perspective on what an open relationship is. Yeah. So, uh, my perspective on an open relationship is where there is two parties who have kind of made made an agreement with each other that they will 
speak to other people or they may have other engagements with other folks. And what I mean by engagements, they may go on dates, uh, they may hang out, they may be intimate with each other, but there is still um, a space of intimacy that is shared just between those two parties. So that's kind of the open relationship that I had. So uh, he and I were cool. Uh, we were very close with each other, right? But as far as like other people being involved, uh, they could be involved as far as from a, from a like sexual perspective. So, so, so is that like sexually together or sexually uh, separate? Uh, it could be either or. Okay. Okay. And so how did you, what was your thought process behind? Um, so initially the thought process was fuck this shit. Okay. I'm not up for it. That, that was my initial thought process only because like I just come from a very traditional like background. Right. And, and when I, I have my mom and dad, uh, they've been married for 35 years and I've seen like traditional relationships. And I think that growing up, you kind of get, caught into like, man, this is what I saw growing up. So this is this is what I know to be. Uh, this is what I think should work based on what I seen work. Right. But I'm just going to be like just 100 percent honest that like my dad stepped out on my mom. Right. In their marriage. And not only did he step out on my mom, he stepped out on my mom and he had a child, my younger brother. But right? that wasn't an open and, relationship. That wasn't, but what 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 I'm saying, Nikki, though, is that the <laughs> idea of of a traditional relationship, right, can can be to the point where you have some of those same faults, or you can you can like I was basing it like everything is perfect off what I saw, and this is what relationships should be. And I saw my parents who were in a very traditional relationship go through something that is, uh, you know, kind of goes the contrary against traditional spaces. So leading up to me being open to open spaces, it was a conversation, right? It was like, hey, I'm moving into this space with you, but I'm still struggling with like being connected to like other people from my past, or I may, I may want to have the opportunity to talk with other people. And we were all, we've already cultivated this amazing friendship to where it was something at the age of 32, I was like, I've tried all of these other things, right? So why not experience something a bit different? So I was open more so to it uh, af as we kind of discussed the parameters of it. And um, yeah, so I was open. And Nikki looking like she want to cut you, by the way. But, she, yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but what, what were the rules? Because I mean... Like, oh, go ahead, Nikki. Go ahead. Yeah. No, oh, go ahead, no, Nikki. no, no. I was just, just going to say, uh, so you giving me permission to cheat. You giving me permission to have somebody else in my bedroom or in my emotional space that I'm supposed to be emotionally connected to you. Right. So so Nikki, let me ask oh, you this question. Okay. Do you think do you think mm -hmm. one person can give do you think one person can give you everything you need? Yeah. Okay. I would have to respectfully disagree. Right. Listen, listen, let me let, listen, Linda. Listen. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Mario. You're the guest. Oh, I, I, I want to hear the dissent. I want to hear the dissent. I want to hear this too. Go ahead. Because people in traditional relationships get cheated on every day, right? Because there's a lack of something that they're not getting from a partner, or they're not truly committed. I'm not going to say that. You or have to. Compatible. I'm sorry. Or I'm sorry. Not, or they're not compatible. 
or they're not compatible, right? And so, listen, let me, the, another disclaimer, right? This is everyone, this ain't for everybody, okay? So this is not, being in an open relationship is not for the faint at heart, right? Um, because, uh, and, and Nikki, you alluded to it very well, being attached and sharing emotions with multiple people, and that can be very convoluted when it comes to fostering any kind of relationship with anyone, right? The thing about it though, I actually really, really have a heart for the person uh, that I was in that space with, right? And I was willing to explore because they opened me up to so many things I've never experienced before. And so it was something that I was, I was open to, right? Because I'd rather have honesty than dishonesty. So, so it, they just gave you permission to cheat and all of so, that with no emotional baggage. I I get so is it is it safe to say that you felt uh safe and comfortable with the person in which you experienced this with oh, so that, that that you two can explore um other avenues? Absolutely. Were there any rules and boundaries? In, in yeah, the- I mean the rules were just strict communication, right? And what I what I, what I mean by that, and think about it. So think about it, though, Nikki. <laughs> right? People are going to do whatever they want to do with or without you looking. I'm That's being you're absolutely right. But how you so, gonna give me? How you gonna allow me to do this? But you giving me rules and regulations? Oh, you can fuck this person, but you can't get it's a partnership. It's a partnership, though, Nikki. Nikki, I would say think about it more. Think of what I think you should think about it like this: it's about space and boundaries. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think you should call it rules and regulations. It's really more so space and boundaries. Like, like you have boundaries in in your relationship relationship with your partner. With, with your partner, like I don't like you to touch me this this way. I don't want you to talk to her. I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to be out past a certain time. Those are still like space and boundaries in your relationship too. So let's. I don't want you to fuck this person unless I'm involved. What? No, some so people, you don't, no, 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 no. people have that. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Let's hear from I, f- I understand, Nikki. I'm, it's not for the faint at heart, and it, it ain't for everybody. And I'm definitely faint, and I'm definitely at heart. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Y'all ain't selling the dream, okay? Mario. Yes. So, I had a question. Is this a long-term life style uh, for you? Or is this more of a like temporary until I meet my spouse? So, uh, no. So what it was actually, it was uh, something that I experienced that I'm currently not experiencing anymore. And I've tried it. Right. And then I found out that, you know what? It was cool while it lasted. But that's not ideally what I'm looking for. Do you regret it? No, I don't regret it. I think it was the best thing I've ever experienced. So, yep, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You can- no, it was just I'm just saying like it was the best. I learned a lot about myself uh in that space. So yeah. Oh how, how long so how long were you engaged in this particular lifestyle? Uh it was like two years. Okay. What what did you learn about yourself? You said you learned a lot about yourself. I did. Um I learned that I could sometimes when we're in like relationships in traditional spaces, we lose out on who we are individually. Right. And we don't have that space to be who Mario is or to be who Nikki is. 
or right or be who Dre is, right? Because you, you're so wrapped up into this person. I had a bit of space and freedom that I could still be Mario, right? And then also still be with someone, right? And still experience certain things that I didn't want to with, with everyone else. The biggest thing is that I learned about being honest and communicating upfront, right? A struggle, was it hard? Absolutely. Is it, it, it ain't just something you just like, oh yeah, this is cool, right? This ain't some shit you just roll up into like, yeah, I'm here. I like this. The room's Sorry. nice here, right? You have to really grow with it. And something that, that was my experience, but uh, I learned a lot about myself and then also what I'm willing to tolerate and what I'm not willing to tolerate from anyone. Okay. So if you don't mind me asking, with so many great experiences and uh, all the things that you were, like all the advantages, yeah. why are you deciding to um, leave this lifestyle? You know what? I'm deciding to because I don't think that it's uh, for where I want to go, right? It's it's a, it, There's a bit of uncertainty that comes mm -hmm. with it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and over time, uh, I assume that being open right will lead to uh us advancing to being closed at one at some point right and that just that just wasn't the direction it went in my experience so i had to say well here's what mario needs and if those things can't be met i have to move forward but the greatest thing about it though is that i've experienced it and i can look back with uh and say like you know what i tried that so mm -hmm. i know that that's not something that i want to go go like proceed with in the future anymore but i know what that feels like and i know what i want to feel and what i don't want to feel so how many times did you sleep outside of your relationship okay because now you shouldn't do that because now you make it sound like he's cheating and that's just weird i mean well sleep within your parameters yeah. you um, know what i mean so like within the two years probably like four or five times okay i was about to say it, it, i think if you have an open relationship it doesn't even open does not. I think people think when someone says they're in an open relationship that the first thing is they're doing it to sleep with other people or so they can have multiple unlimited sex. And I think sometimes you have to think about it from the situation of. That's why I asked the question. You didn't feed it off correctly. <laughs> That's why I asked the question because because he's. I'm just trying to point out just because he is in a he he was in that situation doesn't mean he slept out slept out or, or slept with someone. That's why I asked the question. It wasn't me. Yeah, I, I'm just being funny, but like I think people have to get to the point where it is some people sex is not a big thing or a deal breaker for people like. Oh, you see somebody that you see attractive. Oh, you had sex with them. Oh, how was the sex? Go about your day. Some people, that's not a big deal. And so you give the people, I think, people who have open relationships, they have that freedom to discuss that. Like, oh, this happened, not a big deal. I'm not even connected to this person. I think they, some people treat it like that. Right. I, so even in a non-open relationship, I think that communication is important. So if someone say, I, and, and if I had a partner, I would want my partner to tell me, oh, I'm attracted to this person or, oh, I'm starting to have feelings for someone and I'm not quite sure how to respond and react. That's what open means to me. If you are big enough to start sharing with the person that you are committed to about what's important to you, about what has changed, that's how mm -hmm. relationships grow and thrive. Um, in regards to the sex aspect, I think that's slightly different and it comes with a lot of baggage because um, 
I think the sex and the emotional connection. So what I was just thinking about is before you take an action, you are talking to me about what is going on and why, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So I can know and understand you and where you are. Correct. The, the, the sex aspect of an open relationship and the emotional aspect of a relationship is somewhat complex because it's Sometimes I think it it can be easy to have emotional connections to multiple people, but I think it's easier to have multiple sexual connections than it is mental and emotional and spiritual connections. Because I think those are deeper than just me saying, oh, which is, I I was talking about this with friends recently, and I was like, this is crazy. It's like, you know, you would rather have sex with someone than kiss them, right? And so similarly into this situation it's like i would i would rather you have sex with someone and and we have this conversation about it and i know it and i'm okay with it meaning you need to get your partner's permission then you have an emotional connection to someone and you are talking to them about intimate things or me and our relationship so i i can kind of understand what you're saying mario i just think is so complex and i think that so many people are traditional that it's hard to think beyond just coupling and what you actually Mm -hmm. want and so exactly exactly and i'm sorry go ahead dre i'm sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead no i think that's a really really good like synopsis of like my experience and i would just like to add to to add to that I would just say, like, I'm a, some would say, um, I have a very, uh, it takes a lot for Mario to kind of get like emotionally hurt or like ticked off per se. Right. And so I just have a bit um, more, like, I was able to take a bit more than like some people who would be like, nah, I can't do it. Like, I get, I get where Nikki's coming from. This shit is not for everybody. It really isn't. And also, like, niggas ain't shit. Or whatever. Like, if I can just be completely frank, right? But one of the greatest things that I learned from this whole shit is that Mario not cool with that, and I have to be in a space to where I understand. Here's what Mario needs. Here's what he wants, and here's how he moves forward. But don't. I would say one thing that I'm learning as I'm getting older is that sometimes we're like, oh, I could never do that shit. And if you think about some of your traditional spaces you have, you all have been in, some of y'all have been open relationships too, and you just didn't know it. Just didn't know it. That's the truth. But, but, but what you, but, but from your explanation and, and, and your definition of your experience, one would think that it made you and your partner closer. Um, it more like friends, uh, because you were open, more open because. I think like when we get into the coupling uh, relationships, there are some things that we just don't share. Like they're like we walking down the like, and I think D alluded to this. We're walking down the street, and you see somebody like, damn, like he she looks really good, you know. And, and but it was but I from what you explained, I would think that you were able to explore that and and say that and not feel any guilt or shame behind saying yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, no, I think the, the, one of the harder parts is the transitioning from me being completely traditional, right? And I say how I feel, I say what's going on, 
or whatever. And that that part of transitioning into it being a making a comfortable space, like I had I didn't do the best job of that. I didn't I didn't create the best environment for that. And I, I can admit to where I In what ways you didn't. Um I just wasn't as I would say like be open, be honest, but when honesty happened, I really want it. Mm. Right? Mm. So so you didn't really want I, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't. You listen, like, look here. Everybody want honesty until you get it. Sometimes. All right, now you I mean, that's you like just a- have to be more secure. So, so I think it. The honesty piece comes in when you aren't com- comfortable, confident, or there's an underlying um, insecurity that is triggered by the honesty. And I think you have to start. I think you can be honest, but you can be honest with care. Meaning I'm going to be truthful with you, but I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to, to speak to you in a manner in which is respectful for you and yeah. our relationship, whatever that may be. And I'm, I'm going to talk to you in a way that you understand where I'm coming from instead of to, to hurt or to um, injure someone's ego or trigger them in any way. Such a good point. My, my my dad, if I make sure this, my dad always tells me, he says, son, you can be dead right and dead wrong in your Ooh. Right? Ooh. And sometimes I've been dead right in situations, but I've approached them dead wrong. Right? And that is played to, you know, because sometimes, you know, we're, we're a bit self-righteous. Like the one listener you guys have who has an issue with the word motherfucker, right? Sometimes we can be a bit, <laughs> sometimes we can be a bit self-righteous Right, and sometimes you end up by yourself, motherfucker, them. in them, right? And so I think that there, that's something that like I'm still learning, and really appreciate that person for opening me up and sharing that with me or whatever. But I mean, let's be very clear: like it wasn't. It, I was fucking up too, right? I was fucking up with communication, with being open and understanding how that how that looks. This is some shit that you can't, there's no roadblock. There's no like roadmap, I'm sorry, to this, right? It's not as simple as just saying, hey, we're dating. We're in a dating phase. Now we're exclusive. Now we're this, right? It's an agile person. It's all over the place, right? And sometimes the agility, uh, your emotions can impact and how you feel can impact that agility that comes from having an open relationship. I, I definitely agree with you, but I want to point out because we, we have um, listeners who subscribe to homosexuality and heterosexuality, bisexuality. Oh, not subscribe like I signed up for this. Little bitch, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Damn, um, he called you a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know what you had today, but you keep coming for me. But we're gonna we're gonna move it on. We're gonna keep it moving. Uh, everybody know earlier this week he was praising me for being on his side, and then today I'm all of a sudden again. I'm not against you. Your your mental state has been altered by something else. I can tell, but we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep going. A little bit. A little bit. But we have listeners that are both homosexual. Well, homosexuality, you know, don't you know, don't all kinds of listeners. We have a a variety of listeners, and your 
particular scenario was a, a homosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you think, and this is open to everybody, even the women, uh, I, I hope the women answer. Do you think this is more common in homosexual relationships or, or, or is it, it's the same thing happening in, uh, in, um, heterosexual relationships? Um, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? And these are your thoughts. You're not an expert. I think it's equally prevalent in both spaces. It's okay. just, it's just, uh, it's just not spoken about in heterosex hetero spaces more so. It's actually done like it's actually I'm cheating on you, and I'm going to tell you that I'm not going to do it anymore, and I'm going to still keep on doing it, and you're going to keep coming back, right? And you're actually in an open relationship. And then, and, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, again. No, 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 oh, no, 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 again. no, 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 no. We're not in an open relationship. They're in open relationship because if you, you keep going back. You, you keep going back. But the thing is, no, no, there was no agreement. There was no fucking agreement that we're in an open relationship. Just because I'm stupid enough to keep going back to you. So I was saying, you can can have an agreement. You can have an agreement and not be spoken. But what Mario is saying is that there have been plenty of people that have been in open relationships and don't even know it Mm because it was one sided. And so you can't say you wouldn't do it or you, you know, you can't say all that stuff because, honey, you was in one. You just ain't know it. And you can have an agreement and not speak it, baby. Yeah. And also, too, like, let's be very clear you have an agreement to be exclusive. Or whatever, but, <laughs> but that's the change when you come back, and that's why it'd be like people like, oh no, I can't do it. It's like think about a space where you've let somebody come back and come back and come back and come back. At some point, you gotta say, do you want to open? You want this shit to be open? Let's just be open. At that point, you probably should. If you if you're gonna keep coming back, just say like, let's just be open or whatever, because that's what the fuck it is. You're okay. open. No, that's okay. That's that's kind of that's cool. This back a little bit. I'm asking a question about uh, do I think what I think about uh, heteros and homos and how prevalent I think I heteros I think and homos, heteros and homos, and how prevalent. <laughs> uh, I think it's equally prevalent. Um, however, the discussion is different. Like I think because homosexuality already, you know, we already think men are sexual beings anyway. So like to have what we would consider quote unquote sexually deviant talk is 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 not taboo in the homosexual community. Like you talk you just talk about your sex. Like it's just, you know, it's your sex. You talk about it. Whereas I think, you know, uh in more traditional uh, relationship like heterosexuality, like that's also still rooted in some form of Christianity where it's monogamy. And so therefore you're not talking about your sex with your friends. You um you, your husband really supposed to be the only person to know what your cookies taste like. You know, so um, that whole like situation is all in the root of itself. But then on top of that, I think you know okay, people do it all the time. We see more. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, wait. So you trying to say? <laughs> trying to say Nikki, my husband? I'm done. <laughs> He's the only one she done you done fucked up like my sensitivity training cause <laughs> yeah I done fucked up already <laughs> on the first day already <laughs> disqualified Nikki disqualified honey already checked off the list alright I, I want to end this conversation to, so that our, our listeners can get something out of it. What advice from your experience would you give to others considering such 
relationship like this? Absolutely. I would just consider just be be communicative up front. Be honest with yourself and also take a self-evaluation. Is this some shit I can really deal with? Right. And if and if that if that first answer is no, run the fuck away from it. Right. Don't go down. <laughs> don't go. Don't go down that path. And I'm just going to be honest with you. But also to whatever happens or uh, if you agree to it. Right. Don't hold that person hostage. And that's something that uh, I'm ha- I'm learning and working through. Right. Don't hurt that. Don't hold that person hostage when you've agreed to that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today um, and, and sharing your experience. Um, and thanks for being bold, bold enough to say it. Like you said, a lot of us are a, a lot of people are in unspoken, open relationships and don't know it. Um, and so thank you for shedding the light on that. Um, Absolutely. Like I said, you are welcome back for off the record. Um, I, I think this is a conversation that a lot of viewers would like to continue. So any last words for Mario, guys? I just also want to so, note that um, um, open relationships are different from polygamy, right? So it's not like it's, like it's a group of people who are together. This is two people who are rooted and have a fundamental foundation together. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I'm echoing. Echoing. Who are rooted and have a fundamental uh, foundation together or who choose to engage and um, I'm sorry, just that's throwing me. Everybody mute while she talk. So I think that it is important distinction between polygamy and open relationships. Uh, Open relationships are still rooted in, we have a foundation together, we are rooted together, we are connected, and we choose to communicate in a way that is open about our actions, interests, desires, moving forward. So I I appreciate you being open enough uh, with us and our community to share those thoughts and ideas. I think that um, for us, we need to also expand how we think about relationships and in the tools that we use to connect to one another. So um, I and we definitely appreciate your, your thoughts and your candor. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. You're muted. Thank you, Mario. Thanks for coming on. So I really appreciate it and look forward to coming back. All right, guys. All right. See Thank you later. You. Let's move on over into the random side note of the week. D, what you got for us? So our random side note of the week comes from Anonymous. And the question is, do you like to be under your mate at all times or do you require your space? In parentheses, me time. I require my space. Um, I, I like spending quality time because I think quality time in relationships are important. But there, I am a, a very introverted being, so I use my uh, quality time to recharge, to think, to um, to do things that I like. And and sometimes your mate doesn't like to do everything that you like to do, and that's totally fine. Like that's totally fine that you don't like to look at action movies when I like to look at drama, you know, those sort of things. Um, but I think 
there 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 needs to be like a balance when it comes to relationships and me time and quality time and the amount of time we spend together. That's so I'm definitely a me time, me time, me time. Um I do I'm like Dre. My love language is quality time. However, when I say quality time, I truly mean the quality of time that we spend together, not the quantity of time that we spend together. Because quantity does not always equal quality. Um, we agree on that. See, we back on the same team now. Want to do it? I'm all about me time. Absence make the heart grow fonder. So the less that I'm with you, <laughs> the more that I desire you. Nigger. <laughs> 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 Yes. Such a nigger. Such a nigger. No, I'll just I'll just <laughs> So the more nigger, you're nigger, nigger. away from a person, the more you desire them. Yeah, man, like okay, if I see you on Monday, I don't want to see you no more till Thursday. I can talk to you on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's not even a long that's not even a long time. That's, that's not even a long yes, time. Yes, it is. It's a long time. I'm supposed to be yanking on that. married. Get married and they, they live with you. I'm about to say, Nikki, I've had long time. with me, we're going to get a two bedroom and baby go to the next bedroom. And I'll call you oh, when my pussy yanking. <laughs> I wish we would have never taught you that, that phrase. Like, Houston. I know, right? Look, he. He just yanking everything yeah. out of perspective. I call you with my pussy. But no, for you real. Come to my room. <laughs> but no, for real. Like I'm, I'm, I'm more on the the um the quality than it is the quantity. Um, you know, we could spend a lot of time together, and it's not going to amount to. It's not going to do anything for me. Like at all, I can see you every day. Spend time with you every day, and it's just gonna be like, dang! Didn't I just see you yesterday? Like, ugh, or whatever. So I, I mean, you know. So I'd rather see you on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But you better not have no weekend, huh? You sure about that? Nikki want a Saturday love. That's and, all and she then, want. And, <laughs> and, then, and, then it, and then it's the thing. If I see you, if I call you on the Tuesday, you better be available. Because her pussy yanked me. To see me. <laughs> oh, we see each other. AB. I can't, I can't with them. <laughs> so, I am big on my quality time. I naturally build me time in my schedule every day or all the time. So I don't have to create uh, me time. I take extended baths, as Dre would love to talk about. And that's already built into my day, whereas my me time, I like to sleep a lot. My me time. I drive to work by myself. I drive home by myself. Yeah. I go to by myself. Those no, are what all do you have room, time for a relationship? <laughs> That's all of my time. And I bathe. be in the bed all day long. (laughs) We will. I take long baths in the morning. I take long baths at night. I don't need no more me time. 
Mm. I need you in eye time. There you so go. my quality time is it, it's high. It's high amongst my love languages. So like I said, uh, uh-uh, quality time be available. How does somebody get into your quality time though? Rub a dub dub in the tub. How about like to me? So this is how you get into my meet me in the tub at five I have a trip booked. Here is your ticket. That's how you get into my me time. Oh shit! Yes, come on, AB. That was a word. AB, I like that. I'm I'm gonna have to incorporate that into my uh my me time. (laughs) What what does it call? Delta, American, United. You'll be all up in through that. I'm gonna need need Southwest so I can get my two bags free. No. no, no, not the bus in the sky. You need to call Delta American United, okay? I don't like America. All your points on me because I'm worth it. I like Delta and United. I like Delta. I like JetBlue too. You know, uh, I do like JetBlue. Spirit, too. It, Spirit is the Greyhound in the sky. Southwest uh, is death in the sky. Talking reckless. You talking about so Every time I get on Spirit, I get sick, so I cannot. Oh, <laughs> oh, you been on Spirit? Huh? Have you been there like lawn chairs? Like no. you about? To- <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. You know, no flight attendants they have on those shirts. They don't be iron. They be like, look, I just, <laughs> I, just, I, just I just, made it here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and y'all better hope y'all make it where we going. <laughs> That's the whole plane. And they're still asking who flying the plane when they get on them. And I'm going to keep flying Delta Jets. And they, and, they be, and they be $50 tickets. Bitch, you flying that damn plane. Not <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. That's It seems like you're risking it all. Risking it all. It's a no for me. I feel like you get on spirit with a, a, a win and a prayer. Like Yes. I, I agree. D, what's the moral okay. of the story, honey? So, so I, I will say that I'm okay. So I'm an introvert as well. And I need my alone time to recharge and, and just relax, recharge, relax, breathe, whatever, whatever. Okay. (laughs) Like I I need to be able to have my time, you know, and, but I will say similar to a B, I definitely want to spend time doing the things that you enjoy but also doing the things that I enjoy. And so I think that's an important balance. Like, I don't want to always be stuck doing what you want to do. I don't always want to be stuck watching what you want to watch. I want there to be balance and I want there to be a little give and take. Um, and then I, also, but I'm also the person, if if I'm ready to go to bed, we all going to bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's go to bed. And it's like, I, I saw it on late night TV one time and they asked, uh, this question and I think it was Jerry Jerry Seinfeld or something he said dude the person who asked the question was a male and he said dude um, just go to bed with her wait till she falls asleep and then get back up and do whatever you want to do like it's not that difficult don't fight 
going to bed with her. That's did AB send us a meme with uh, a social media post when the girl was sitting outside the window when she snuck out uh, <laughs> and she had her hand on the window because when her when her partner woke up and she was outside the house. <laughs> no, is that the one? I thought it was. Yes. A- when she kicked the man out the house and she opened up the window and he was like at the window. That was a woman. That was a woman. Oh. <laughs> that was third. It was a woman then. But moral of the story is I think most of the gang say that they would prefer their me time over um, being stuck up under someone. Balance. 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 Moral of the story. Find some balance in this. Thank you for the random side note of the week, Anonymous. You too can submit your random side note of the week. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND side note. Oh, I keep forgetting TikTok. I haven't uploaded anything on TikTok lately, but Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at RND side note. You can chat with Nikki, Akeem, and I on Instagram live every Thursday night at 8 p.m. for a random side note off the record. Bring your questions, bring your comments, bring your energy, bring your drink, and bring your friend because it is live and unedited and uncensored. Um, you can also listen to us on every major podcast platform. That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and you name it all. Oh, yeah, Pandora for our older people. Uh, you know, that was specifically requested. <laughs> so, <laughs> and also, we have a wonderful web browser at random-sidenote.captivate.fm. Dre is really feeling this crown royal peach right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm about to sweat out my clothes. <laughs> He's swinging back and forth in the chair. I'm about to sweat out my clothes. Um, it could be this ring light, though, too. Um, but this has been a great conversation. We want to, again, thank Mario for uh, for chilling with us in the uh, ring, Rendo Gang hangout room, the Rendo Gang VIP suite, as we call it. Uh, y'all got anything else uh, y'all want to add? Bye. And real. Oh, if y'all if y'all haven't checked this out, check out the movie with Tiffany Haddish and Real on Netflix, Bad Trip, or uh, it is hilarious as oh, ever. It is a hidden camera show. A movie is really good, so y'all should definitely check that out. Well, this has been our show for today, guys. This is Dre and the Rando Gang. We are out. Peace. Later. Bye. Gang, gang.